Welcome to the Generations Church Podcast. This is Brian Nugent, and I'm the pastor at Generations Church. Thanks for listening today. We hope this message is an encouragement and blessing to your life. For more information about Generations Church and its ministries, check out our webpage at gctlh.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Well, we're in the second week of our of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. This past week as a church, we were reading through the book of Acts. We were using the Empower uh, devotion and videos. Heard a lot of great comments. They were really good. We watched one Thursday in staff meeting. I want to tell you, Jeff was on fire on some of those videos. So uh, this week we shift to a more prayer kind of focus. So a couple of things. Make sure that you get a prayer guide when you leave. These are wonderful tools to help you. Uh, There's probably about 20 or 30 different kinds of prayers. I keep one in my backpack year-round, and just sometimes it can bring some freshness. Uh, It can bring some diversity when you pray. If you did not get one, go to guest services, or they will have them at the door when you leave. Also, this week, we are providing videos. uh, uh, You'll get an email. You'll see it on social media this week that has a prayer, a different prayer theme throughout the week. The email will have the bullet point and the social media, the bullet points that we pray for just to, and you can pray however you want, but if you could just include these, those would be great. Now, one thing that's unique about these videos, when we were in the Holy Land in September, we shot video footage to go along with the different themes of the particular day. So you're going to see uh, a video from Jericho. You're going to see a a video uh, from the Pool of Bethesda. You're going to see a video from Caesarea. I did one from the Wailing Wall. We've got another one. I can't remember the other one, but there's another one. It was really, really good. Brad did one that was very good, and it's not coming to me, but it's really good. So, uh, so this week, those videos are about, you know, six to eight minutes. So uh, watch and pray with us this week. We really want to turn our focus toward prayer, which brings us kind of to our, you know, our, our subject uh, today. We started last week. If you missed last Sunday, it was powerful in this house. I want to tell you, God's presence was here in a great way. We're going to continue that uh, this morning. Uh, we're going to we're going to we're going to pray this morning. But uh, my my theme or our theme has just kind of been the spirit empowered church. What can a church do? filled with the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And kind of our theme passage is Acts chapter 9. The church had been in chaos up to this point. Persecution, internal conflict, all kinds of different problems going on. And then after all of this, this this governmental persecution, after all of this, Acts chapter 9 says, when the dust settled, and I love this, the church had peace throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria. And it became stronger as the believers lived in the fear of the Lord. And with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, it grew in numbers. So in the midst of very adverse circumstance, the church continued to grow, continued to preach the gospel, continued to see people come to faith. So this is our 
you know, my clarion call to the church that regardless of the cultural and political climate that we find ourselves in, we are well equipped for this moment when we clothe ourselves in the power of the Holy Spirit. And last week I just shared a, a few things and I just want to go over those if you missed last week some of those points because here is our roadmap. This is what we're going to be about this upcoming year. So last week we looked in the message. We saw that the gospel was shared and many people started following Jesus. Different nations, you know, tribes, tongues, nationalities, it did not matter. The one thing that is common is the gospel reaches everyone. So we saw the gospel was shared. Many people started following Jesus. Followers of Jesus were baptized in the Holy Spirit. We see that in Acts chapter 2. There was an unusual outpouring of God's presence that, that really energized the church and they started doing powerful things at this at that at that particular moment. Followers of Jesus became more bold and grew stronger in their faith. The church centered around individual and congregational prayer. You cannot separate Acts in the upper room, you know, from the work of the Holy Spirit. That was one place where it happened altogether. The Holy Spirit came in a prayer meeting, okay? So uh, the church centered around individual and congregational prayer. People were being delivered and set free from sin. Doesn't matter what they've done. Doesn't matter what's, what anyone's done. The gospel can free, uh, free people from the darkest of sin that can be delivered. Gifts of the Holy Spirit operated freely through believers and in their gatherings. In the last part, there were numerous incidences of signs, wonders, healing and miracles that took place. It was just happening. So that is our roadmap, all right? This is where we are headed. We are doubling down on being a spirit-empowered church. So that was, that was kind of what I talked to last week. So this week, I want to talk to you about empowered and the Lord's prayer, okay? We're going to pray in just a moment. I, I spoke for a few moments last week about the world seems to be spiraling, you know, downhill at a very fast rate, all right? If you know anything about biblical prophecy and what the Bible says about the end times, do you feel like we are getting closer to that or further away from that? I mean, that's, I'll leave that, that up to you. And I, I gave several incidences, but one that occurred this week that I just want to uh, mentioned that this week our nation's legislature, our Senate, voted down a law that would give medical help to infants who survive abortion. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Infants that were supposed to be aborted, if they, if they survive the abortion, you know, now we do not have to provide any kind of medical care, you know, at all. They just let them sit there and die. And I just go, that is as animalistic and as barbaric as any kind of rule and law that they've ever passed. These are people with college educations that are wealthy and, and should know better. But this is, this is where we are, are, are headed as a nation. That vote is a reflection of the culture and the values and the spiritual rot that is going on uh, in, our, in our country. So we are witnesses to biblical prophecy, but we believe that the Lord has has positioned the spirit-empowered church to make a difference. And I think part of that, and my theme this morning, is prayer. 
getting people to pray, getting the church to pray. That is a, a focus that I want us to have. It's part of our core values. It's part of everything that we do is, is, is encouraging people to seek God and to pray corporately and individually. Now, some people, you know, they don't, they don't pray. We've got prayerlessness that, that happens, you know, uh, in, in our lives. Sometimes people are too busy. They're too busy to pray. Well, I just want to tell you that that may be true, but I, I promise you that there are occurrences that will happen in your life when prayerlessness starts coming in and your life goes off course. There are certain things that will happen in your life that will bring you back to prayer. Okay, there are things where you'll go, boy, what, what was I thinking? I need, to, I need to pray. So sometimes we're not too busy. We're out of the habit. We just haven't done it. Uh, it's, it's a burden. You know, it's like, you know, I got to go to the gym. I got to eat vegetables. I've got to pray. I got to clean out the garage. You know, it's all, to you, it's, it's a burden. You know, it's a, it's, it's a burden. You've forgotten the fruit and the joy that comes from seasons in prayer. So you've got kind of a negative mindset toward it. Or it's boring. It's boring. Prayer is just, you know, it's just boring. I just have to make myself do it. And let me just say, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm the pastor. I don't feel an angelic host every time that I pray, okay? I don't hear songs of glory, you know. I don't see visions. But there are times that I go, you know what? I know that it's important enough in my life. I need to clear. I need to clear my schedule a little bit. I, I need, you know, I need to pray. So sometimes there's a discipline part of that, but I'm telling you, it's not always that way. Because when I, so there are times I'm looking forward to it, just being in God's presence and, and spending some time with the Lord. Or, or our prayers seem powerless. We don't feel like we're doing any good when we pray. So we just, you know, so we just kind of, uh, we just kind of give up. So I want to encourage you, you know, if maybe it's a, it's a new year. We've got a new emphasis on prayer. If that's you, let's shift that. If it hadn't been part of your life, I'm telling you, prayer is essential. It's like oxygen to the lungs. And we need, we need to be praying and, 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 uh, and, and seeking God. So in a, in a few minutes, we're going to have a prayer experience here. Now, when I first came to the church, one of the first things I felt like God led me to do was lead you in times of prayer. Not just preach to you about prayer, but lead you in times of prayer. I do that every Wednesday night, but throughout the year, we do prayer meeting on Sunday morning, you know, a, a, a couple of times. Because, listen, there is times that there are times that we need to listen and hear the instruction of God's Word, but there are also times that we need to come together and seek and experience God's presence. So this morning, we're going to do, we're going to pray through the Lord's prayer. Okay. The Lord's prayer, probably the most quoted of all of Jesus statements. Probably most of you could, could do, you know, probably 80, 90% of the Lord's prayer. If I just went up to you uh, and ask you. So I want to say, pray the Lord's prayer. Pray it every day. I start almost every morning praying the Lord's Prayer because the Lord's Prayer invites, his, uh, invites us into his presence and it asks for him to be active in our lives and we need that. We need that. So they're going to put it on the screen, the whole prayer, because I want us to say it all together. I want us to recite the Lord's Prayer. All right, are we ready? We got it up there. 
There we go. Are you ready? All right, let's say it together. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who've sinned against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Now you might want to say thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever, but there's a little controversy about that line. So come see me after church if that bothered you. So, uh, so this prayer is mentioned twice in the gospels in Matthew and in Luke. Matthew puts the Lord's Prayer in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is talking to people about vain repetition and just babbling through your prayer. And then, uh, and then he says, don't do that. But when you pray, this is what you should do. All right. So when we pray through this passage on a regular basis, and you can say it whole like we just did. I start everyone almost every morning with that. It's 21 seconds. If you don't have 21 seconds in the morning to do that, you are way too busy. Okay. So uh, you, you, can, you can do it that way, or you can just kind of break it down. But when you pray through the passage on a regular basis, it covers essential topics for you. Number one, you start out with worship. Holy is your name. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. You pray for God's will and direction for your life and for the lives of others, okay? In this prayer, you pray for provision, for finances, for, for you and your family. In this prayer, it covers forgiveness from God, us being forgiven, and also reconciling with others. It also concludes with spiritual guidance and protection from evil. So just in this short prayer, it covers a lot. It covers a lot. So this prayer is consequential to, to our, particular, our particular lives. So I want to kind of walk through it really quick. Then I'm going to bring the worship team out. And we're going we're gonna to have a prayer meeting here today. We're going we're gonna to pray. So Matthew 6, 9 says, this is how you should pray. This is how you should pray. So I'm giving you a roadmap. I'm giving you a template, you know, of how to pray and what to pray. And as I mentioned, you can pray it all together just like we did, or you can break it down and kind of go sentence by sentence like we're going to do in a, in a few moments. So this is how you should pray. And then he says, our Father in heaven, holy is your name, okay? So he takes everything that we know about God who is our creator and he's our ruler and he's our judge and he condenses it into one mental image that we all understand, Father, Father. He gets us thinking that way. So this is a relational term, not positional. Father is greater than king or creator. It's much closer. When we say father, it is reminding us of our relationship with him, his love, his protection, and provision. I'm not calling out to a distant king. I am praying to my father. And let me just say too, he would not ask us to call him father if we were not sons and daughters. So it reminds us of our position in Christ because of our salvation. We can call him Father, okay? So our Father in heaven, 
All right, so when he reminds us where he's at, he reminds us of his infinite and limitless power and our small, finite existence. In this, he reminds us that he is never too busy. He is never too tired. He is never absent. He doesn't have an off day. He never deserts us. His resources are not depleted, and his love is limitless. He reminds us of that. Not a bad way to start a prayer, kind of gets you, uh, you ready to pray. Now, petitions are about human need, but worship is about his divine character. We rush all the way quickly to petitions that we have, but he starts with worship. Holy is your name. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. He's reminding us of his holiness, okay? And, and it kind of slows us down as we rush to petitions, okay? Holy is your name. It'd be like if you were at the, at the Old Testament temple of Solomon and you came, you came from the, the courtyard or the outer, outer parts and then you came through the gate and you were, you were in the outer court and then you came through another area and you were at the inner court and you're rushing through. But when you got to the Holy of Holies, you slowed down, okay? Because you were reminded of his, you know, of his reverence, of his sacredness, of his awesomeness. So holy is your name just kind of stops and gets our attention at the very beginning. Can I remind you this morning, and it was someone said it on the stage, there is no other name like the name of Jesus. There is no other name where all heaven stands attention. There is no other name where all demonic forces tremble. There is no other name that brings salvation. It says that the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. There is no other name like the name of Jesus. When we say that name, we acknowledge his holiness, his righteousness, his love for us expressed through the cross. Holy is your name. Now, you can learn things about people based on their names. Okay? And in Scripture, people were calling the Lord certain things. Okay? So, like, one name that, that, that we know Jesus as is Jehovah Rapha. That is, he is the Lord that heals. We can learn things about people's character based on names. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the Lord that heals. Psalms 103 says, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all my, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, forget not all of his benefits, who forgives all of your sins and heals all of your diseases. Even, even interwoven in his name is the fact that he heals and that he brings miracles. He's also called Jehovah Shalom. He is the Lord, our peace. Anxiety, worry, trouble, can't sleep. You need an episode and an interaction with Jehovah Rapha that can bring peace to your heart. So holy, holy is his name. The next part is your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The very first part of this is a reminder of his coming kingdom. Your kingdom 
come. I want to remind you this morning. We don't know the day. We don't know the hour. But mark my word, at some point, Jesus is coming back to this earth. Uh, Isaiah said, of his kingdom, there shall be be no end. He reigns now. He's going to reign again. His kingdom is coming. And at the very beginning of this prayer, he's reminded, he's reminding us of this. This prayer, uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's inviting God's plan and purpose into, you know, into our dreams and desire. This, pro- this prayer invites God's plan and purpose into every part of our lives. It's a prayer that we acknowledge, you know, the, uh, uh, his, his, his divine plan for our life. It also acknowledges the insufficiency and the limitations of our particular plans. It is a prayer that when we pray, when we say, Lord, I'm taking my hand off and I'm trusting your plan. I'm praying your will over my life. And I'm, Lord, I will I will submit myself to your will either. It's one thing to know God's will. It's another thing to submit yourself and to begin to walk in to God's will. So we're going to pray over God's will. We're going to pray for students. We're going to pray for adult singles, marriage, families, you know, those that are away from God. The next part of the prayer says, give us this day our daily bread. Give us today daily bread. It's not really something that you and I understand. It's not a prayer that you and I really, really get the context. Back then, there was no meal for tomorrow. They were poor. There was no way to preserve food, you know. If we had no food coming into our house, we could last a while, right? It may not be great. It may be saltines and black-eyed peas, but we we would have something. But back then... If you were a parent and did not know where the food that you were going to pray for your children was coming for the next day, you would pray this with great urgency, okay? So give us today our daily bread. You know, not luxuries, but this prayer kind of lends itself to finance, and we're going to pray specifically for provision for your life and provision for your family and all things financial. He says, forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. So Jesus, even in this prayer, he understands that even his followers would sin and would need help. So even as a believer, when we sin, it just does not pile up and get worse. We pray and we ask for God's forgiveness. It is a reminder of the need of our spiritual debt to continually be forgiven. So we're going to pray and ask God to cleanse for immorality and impurity and hatred and discord and jealousy and selfish ambition and and, and many things this morning. We're going to come and we're going to pray pray for that. And then the next part of this prayer, and I'll read that, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who've sinned against us. So this prayer, this prayer is about forgiving others that we cannot do on our own. We're asking God for grace to forgive those that have hurt or uh, or offended us. We're going to we're going to pray that prayer. The last part, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So we're going to pray that we would avoid the traps and temptation that Satan has laid for us. If we pray this prayer more regularly, I think we could have a lot more spiritual help. 
pray that we would not be led into temptation, but pray, uh, but deliver us from the evil one. So, you know, we want to pray for wisdom to stay away from places and people that we have no business being around. When I was in high school, my dad, I had this constant conversation. Dad, I want to, my curfew was 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. That is why I'm socially awkward because I could not get out with the other people. I could not have fun. So I would always say, Dad, Dad, I want to stay out after 11. Everybody else is, you know, all my friends are out after 11. And he would always say this, nothing good happens after 11. (laughs) Which I replied, that's because all the good people are in before 11. Let's change this. Let's turn this around. But there's a wisdom to that. So we're going to pray. There's some places that we don't need to be. We're going to pray for spiritual help uh, uh, and then claim God's deliverance from the evil one for every part of our life. But deliver us from the evil one. There are times that we need supernatural help and deliverance over this. And he said you can call on that, you know, in, you know, you can, you can use that prayer in this moment. So that's kind of where we're headed, and I want the worship team to come back out. So here's what's going to happen. It's going to be a little bit different format. If you're visiting this morning, I'm going to lead you in a time of seeking the Lord. We're going to intersperse some prayer with some worship together, but I think that there, and I know that there is power in congregational prayer when we come together. So we're going to take a few moments And we're going to pray the Lord's Prayer. So I want you to get out of sermon mode, out of listening mode, out of analytical mode. And I want you to get in prayer meeting mode, okay? We're going to worship in just a moment. Uh, They're going to sing a worship song as we come across Holy is Your Name. And then we're going to seek God. So I'm just telling you where we're headed. If you're watching online, wherever you're at, we want you as much as you can follow this uh, prayer meeting format. Because we're going to believe God's going to do something powerful when we pray together okay all right all right so let's let's start our father in heaven holy is your name holy is your name can we just take a moment and I just want you to begin to praise him I want you to thank him for the name of Jesus I want you to reflect on his holiness his righteousness, his reverence. And let's enter in through this Lord's prayer with, with worship. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you all across the building. Come on, let's get in a prayer meeting mode this morning. We've come to seek the Lord. I'm not preaching anymore. We're praying from here on out. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Come on, call on his name this morning. Holy is your name. Our Father, thank you, Lord, that you're our Father. Lord, we're not praying to a distant king this morning. We're praying to a Father that loves and cares and provides and protects. Holy is your name. Holy is your name. Holy is your name. Holy is your name. name. Thank you, Lord, for the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the name of Jesus. And I want to say as we're praying this morning, if you want to come to the altar at any time or stand, we're in prayer meeting mode. So however, whatever that that means to you today. So Lord, we come and we choose to worship you today. We behold your beauty. We behold your greatness. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. We praise your name and we proclaim your salvation day after day. We declare your glory among the nation and your marvelous deeds among all people as the psalmist David said that we'll sing a new song to the Lord. And we thank you that in every situation, Lord, you are faithful, righteous, holy, and true. And we come, we know that you are looking for those who worship you in spirit and in truth and have a worshiping heart. And Lord, that's this body this morning. So right now, Lord, we offer you a sacrifice of praise. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is fire. Break every stronghold.
Come on, let's worship him. I want you to stay right here. Jesus, you are the Alpha and the Omega. You are the beginning and the end. Come on, let's praise him. Holy is his name. You are the Son of the living God. You are our creator. You are our comforter in sorrow and pain and distress. You are our Heavenly Father. We praise you today because you are our helper and our protection. You are our faithful shepherd, not just a king, but you're king of kings and you're the Lord of lords. And that, yes, Jesus, it's the name above all names. And we come and we praise you with our whole heart. You are our Messiah. You are our soon coming king. You are my peace and my protector and my high priest. You are my redeemer and my forever sacrifice. You died to set me free. You rose again and you gave me victory over death. And I praise you for that today. I am not a slave left in my sin, but you are my salvation, my refuge, and my rescuer. And I have hope today of you. You are my way, the truth, and the light. You know the number of hairs upon my head, and your mind is on me. You are preparing a place for me. And Lord, there is no way that I can adequately praise you this morning. But here, take these few feeble words, and Lord, receive our praise today. Receive our praise. Come on, let's worship him this morning. We worship you this morning. Holy is your name. Holy is your name. Holy is your name. Oh, we worship you today. some issues going on in your life and you are angry with the Lord 
this morning. You are irritated. You're upset because of things in your life. And when we talk about worship, you can't do it. You can't hardly praise. But the psalmist said in my word to you this morning is give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. And the word of the Lord today is in the midst of what you're going through. Trust him enough to praise him. His, he is good. He's going to prove that to you. You're going to see that. His love endures forever. Greater than the, the love that you have as a parent for your child he has for you he says taste and see that the Lord is good so I want to give you that word because we're going to just praise him in just a moment and I want you to push aside any anger any any part that you don't understand about what's going on in your life and I want you to press through and say Lord I believe you're good I want you to praise him for his goodness and I'm telling you there's going to be a time that you're going to see that so I want to share that word. Now let's praise him. Lord, I thank you that even in the midst of adverse times, times that we don't understand, Lord, times even that we question your goodness, Lord, you are there to say, hey, I'm here. I see you. I'm walking with you. And Lord, I pray for those that may have anger at you this morning, those that may be walking through a season that they do not understand. God, I pray that faith and worship that has maybe been shoved down, Lord, will begin to emerge and rise. And Lord, people that maybe not have had a powerful experience in worship today, Lord, that will happen. Lord, I pray. I pray that you'll remind them of your goodness, Lord, that you've never left them. You've never forsaken them. They're walking through a season now that they don't understand. But Lord, you're there and you're good. You are good. And then it says, give thanks to the Lord. The Lord is good. Give, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. So man, push that out. Say, Lord, I'm going to trust you. Lord, I'm going to trust you. You've never let me down. I'm, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to praise you through a hard time. I'm going to praise you through a hard time. I'm going to do that this morning. I'm going to do, going to do that this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You can be seated. You can be seated. I want to move on in our prayer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're Jehovah Rapha. You're the Lord that heals. We want to take a moment and we want to pray over that. If you're in this building today and you want to be prayed for for a healing or a miracle or you want to stand in for someone this morning, raise your hand, stand up across the building, however you want to do that. We're going to pray that in this moment God's going to, going to, going to do a healing. Would you, if you want to pray for yourself or pray for someone else, lift your hand, stand up. Let's pray and ask for that this morning. Lord, you've told us to come to you you've asked, and for every need of life. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the God that heals. You have the final word on my destiny. You have the final word on the number of years that I'll serve, that will serve you on this planet. And Lord, we ask that today 
today that by your stripes we are healed, that you would heal this sickness, you would heal this disease. Your word says, Lord, that when we call out to you, Psalms 107, that you can heal and rescue us. Lord, we believe that there is no illness that you cannot heal, no situation that you cannot touch. So God, we ask for your intervention in this moment. We know with one word, one touch, that you can make people whole. And God, we ask you today to bring healing to this body for those that are watching online. Lord, when we pray, we come with no bargains or promises in exchange for health. Lord, we simply bow our heart before you and give you the desires of our of our heart today. And Lord, however you choose to do that, through doctors, that's fine, or you just want to touch that and give healing, that's fine. We're going to believe that it's miraculous and that we are going to give you, we are going to give you praise at the moment. Lord, we know that your grace is sufficient and that you are walking with us through this moment now, but we are asking, Lord, that you would touch our hearts. We pray that the healing hand of Jesus Christ rest upon us. And then, <clears throat> And the life-giving powers of the Lord flow into every cell of their body to the depths of their soul, cleansing, purifying, restoring to wholeness and strength for the kingdom of God. So, Lord, we come in desperation. And, God, we ask you for healing this morning. We ask you for healing this morning. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, we pray, we pray for that touch, Lord. We pray for that touch, Lord. If you're having an issue in your hearing, just touch, ask the Lord to touch you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Open that, open that ear, Lord. We give you thanks today, Lord. Bring healing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can we give him praise this morning? Can we give him praise this morning? Can we give him praise this morning? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray just one more moment. God, I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray for healing, Lord. Touch of the body, soul, and mind. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. You may be seated. We're praying, holy, or, um, holy is your name, Jehovah Shalom. If you're having an issue of anxiety, worry, discouragement, depression, I want to pray over you today. If, uh, you can't sleep at night, just PTSD, I want to pray over you today. Lord, I pray, and I'm declaring the promises of God for uh, peace and strength. I know that the peace that passes all understanding, Lord, can reside in my heart, in my life. And Lord, we need your help today. We don't want to walk in doubt. Lord, we trust you. We know that you hear our prayer. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. So God, we pray in these moments that you would increase our faith when we are fearful 
and have doubt and walk through seasons emotionally that we do not understand. God, we thank you. So we come against any confusion, any defeat, Lord, any hopelessness that creeps in to steal our joy. Lord, we pray for the peace the cal to calm our anxious spirits. We pray against anxiety and fear. And Lord, that we can run to you and you truly are the only one that can calm our fears. So we are trusting in you today. We are releasing the reins and control of our life. And Lord, we can't control plans or people or circumstances or how people react to me, or react to us. But Lord, we pray for the peace of God. Let it rest. And we're going to give you thanks instead of worrying so that we can experience the peace that passes understanding. So Lord, we pray today that you would speak peace, calm storms, hold our hands as we walk through these troubled times. Lord, bring reassurance, Lord. We give you thanks and we're trusting you today. We give you thanks and we're trusting you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We pray for the healing peace, the restorative peace. Some of you claim that today. Some of you claim that today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you today. We praise you today. Thank you, Lord. Mind, mind and heart and emotions. I just believe God's doing a healing. He heals the body, but he heals those other things just as well, and they're just as important to him. I pray peace. I pray for emotional healing in our lives, Lord. Traumatic events, Lord, I pray healing, and I pray for restoration in that area. God, I pray over that today. I pray over that today, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray over that today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Do your healing. Do your work today. We love you today, Lord. Lord, we praise you. We praise you. Thank you, Lord. We want to move on in our prayer. We want to pray over God's will and God's direction for our particular lives. And I want to just stop here for a moment. And I, I just, I know that we're praying, but if, if you've never been a follower of Jesus or you've been away from God or you've drifted or maybe it's kind of been unintentional in your life, I want to start here because the ultimate of God's will is that you give your heart to Christ and you follow the Lord, okay? So they're going to put this prayer on the screen. And if that's you, if, you, if you've never been a follower of Jesus, if you've, if you've kind of drifted, maybe backslidden a little bit, got some stuff in your life, we want you to pray this prayer because the first part of God's will is that you would serve him and know him. Can we, can we place that up on the, the, uh, the prayer? Father, I know that I've broken your laws and my sins have separated me from you. Say it with me. Just pray it out. I'm truly sorry and I want to return. I want to turn from my sinful past towards you. Please forgive me. I believe that your son Jesus died for my sins, was resurrected from the dead, is alive, and he hears my prayer. I invite Jesus today to be the Lord of my life, to rule and reign in my heart from this day forward. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Hey, and that's where you need to start. And if that's you, if you've prayed that prayer, 
at the end of service today, I want you to come see one of our team members, but also you need to be baptized. You need to be baptized in water, but you've done a great, you've done a great thing today. You've done a great thing. We're praying for God's will, all right? So if you've got a decision coming up in the future, if you're not sure which doors that you should walk through and you need some clarity, you need to pray for wisdom, uh, for God's perfect will in your life, whatever that means, wherever you're at, would you just stand up? I want to pray over you. just want to pray over God's wisdom and direction and ask God to, to guide you. Would you just stand where you're at? I want to pray over God's will in these particular areas. So Lord, we have, we have those today. Lord, they've got decisions to make and there's a season of uncertainty not sure what to do, but this prayer invites your plan and your purpose and your will. <clears throat> so we pray for your plan and purpose in every part of our lives. God, we pray, we pray and acknowledge, Lord, we're not sure what to do, the limitations of our perceptions. So, Lord, at this moment, we take our hands off and we trust your plans. God, we know that you have a plan. And, Lord, I pray that our own will and our own desires, which sometimes cloud direction, God, I pray that they would be moved aside. I don't want my own plan. Lord, I want to know your will. I want to know your purpose and your plan. So I ask for the will of the Lord. God, shut doors that should be shut. Open doors that should be open. Permanently shut doors. And Lord, give me a peace. Give me a peace that I'm walking in the right direction. So Lord, we pray for the perfect will of God today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. You can be seated. If you're a high school student or a college-age student, would you please stand across the building? High school or college, I just want to pray for you. Would you do that across the building? I'm going to pray God's will for, for over you, high school, college-age. So, Lord, I pray over our students at formative times in their life. Lord, Jeremiah says that you have plans to prosper and not to harm, plans to give a hope and a future. So, Lord, I pray pray in the midst of this cross-cultural influence of the gospel. Lord, I pray, God, you're going to touch our students. You are going to bless them in a powerful way that they, won't, that they will look to you and not the ways of the world or social media. They are going to grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. They are going to be passionate about their pursuit of you. I pray over your plans for their life and their purpose. God, I pray that you would reveal that they would know God what you what you have in store for them God I pray for the blessing and the goodness in this particular times of their life joy Lord let them have a great time in serving you but Lord let us let us live for you and Lord as we seek first the kingdom of God you're going to reveal other things in our life and Lord we give you we give you thanks I pray for those that are making decisions about college they're about to get out of college not sure what to do God I pray that you would guide them in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, you can be seated this morning. We're praying for God's will in, in areas of our lives this morning. I want to pray over those. Maybe you have family members who are away from God. Maybe friends and family. We want to pray. We want to pray over them today. So, Lord, we pray over friends and family who have turned away from you. Lord, it is your will that all come to knowledge of repentance. So, Lord, we take a moment and we pray over them. 
We pray that you would bring them back to their first love, that they would have an encounter with Jesus that would be so powerful that they would not, even in their mind, think to turn back to you. So, Lord, we pray over you. We pray over them today, God. We pray that they'd be drawn back to faith. We're mindful of those maybe who used to sit in these seats who are not here today. So we're praying. Would you take a moment? Praying over friends, family. Would you take a moment and be quiet? I want you to do some intercession just, just for a moment this morning. Thank you, Lord. 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 Lord, I thank you for every single adult that's in our community and our fellowship, and I pray that you would bless their their life with friendship, ministry, employment, career, their finances. I pray blessings over their life in, in every way. I pray that they would find fullness and satisfaction and contentment in the season that they are walking through. And Lord, I pray full joy and freedom uh, in, in their life, and I pray regardless of age or stage, I thank you they are part of our community, and I pray the perfect will of God in every part of their lives for those that are single adults. Lord, I pray for our homes and our families today. God, we pray, and if you're a parent, I want you praying for your kids, your your spouse who want to take a moment. We're praying the will of God in these areas. Lord, we pray for our family members. God, we pray that you would bless our families and our homes. Lord, we pray ultimately that our focus would be about serving you, that that uh, choose you this day, whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. Lord, that'll be a declaration of the heart, not a plaque on the wall. Lord, we pray for the blessing of of God upon our families, Lord, that you brought together. We pray for spouses and husbands and wives. We pray over our children. We pray over our grandchildren, Lord. We pray the perfect will of God. We invite the will and the presence of God in Jesus' name today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Give us this day our daily bread. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going to pray if you have an employment issue, you have great financial struggles, or you need an answer financially. But first of all, before we ask, I just want you to thank him for his provision, okay? I want, him to thank, I want you to thank him. I want you to be specific. He's blessed many of us, many. Blessed all of us in some way. Would you just take a moment? Just give thanks for the blessing of the Lord, the hand of the Lord that's on your job, your finances. And just take a moment and do that. Thank you, Lord. 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 We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are the God who provides. And we thank you that no situation is too far out of your control. Lord, you own it all. You hold all things together in your hand. You know the the financial issue that that some may have today. Lord, you, you know the provision and you have the solution. So we just ask in your timing and in your plan, God, that that you would move on our behalf. Lord, we pray that we would trust and help our unbelief. Lord, we thank you for financial miracle and provision that is coming our way. Lord, we thank you for that. 
I pray for those that need a job and employment. Lord, I pray they're seeking other employment. I pray doors would open, doors would close. But Lord, there's going to be a confirming peace that the season of employment is shifting and changing. For those that need a job, Lord, I pray, God, that you would, you would, you would open the door there. Lord, I pray for wisdom and discipline as we spend. Lord, we have a responsibility as well to be good stewards over what, over what you have given us. So, Lord, we are going to be content in all circumstances. We are not asking you for luxuries, but we are trusting you, God, to meet our needs. And, God, we just we thank you that you're going to, to bless the work of our hands. I pray for every business owner, person in sales. Lord, I pray blessings upon your business, prosperity upon your business, than the work of your hands, not that it would tempt you away from the Lord, but that you can be a blessing to your family and to the others, uh, to, to others in the kingdom of God. I pray blessing and resource and favor in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who've sinned against us. So this first part of the prayer is confession. The first part of prayer is confession. I'm going to be quiet. And I want you to whatever your struggles, your hang-ups are, if we're faithful to confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. So this first part of this prayer is for confessing our own sins. So let's just take a moment internally and let's, let's ask God for, for forgiveness and repentance. Thank you, Lord. God, I pray a wave of God's mercy and grace, forgiveness, even in the house of God, the people of God. Forgive us of our sins, Lord. Forgive us where we failed. Forgive us where we've fallen short. So today we're confessing our sins before you. And you promised that you would forgive and make us clean. And Lord, we rest in that promise today. There is a cleansing flow from Calvary that's coming across this building. You are washing sins away. You are, you are forgiving today. But Lord, the key of that is repentance. And Lord, as we pray that prayer, we want to turn to another direction. We want to turn away and we want to come to you, Lord. The psalmist said, create in me a clean heart. And Lord, we do that today. And Lord, we pray that you'd restore fellowship that has maybe been broken or, or distant because of our, our sin. And God, we pray if our actions have wounded others, God, we pray that you would reveal how we need to, to uh, initiate reconciliation. So we pray today for repentance. We know that repentance won't eliminate necessarily consequences, but when we repent, you don't hold those sins to our account. And God, we pray, Lord, we pray, and there's no consequence is ever as painful as knowing that we've hurt you because of our sin and our ignorance, Lord, towards your word. Lord, we pray, we pray, Lord, that you would forgive us. Lord, your word says to search our heart and see if there's any wicked way in us. And we do that today. We do that today. We do that today. Lord, we pray. And this is the prayer of reconciliation. The prayer of reconciliation. So God, we pray as you've forgiven us. Lord, we want to forgive. We want to forgive others. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And God, we know that there are people here that have been offended and hurt by other people. And Lord, today, Lord, we pray they don't want to carry this pain any longer. They don't want to become bitter. And Lord, that today they need the grace and the power of the cross to release the hurt and forgive those that have hurt him, that have hurt them. So today, Lord, we forgive. We release, Lord. Every time our memory comes back, Lord, we pray that it would be a moment of grace, Lord, that would be flooded our heart and our mind. Lord, we pray. We pray. Lord, and we're going to keep forgiving until the pain is gone. We're going to keep confessing forgiveness until our heart is filled with the grace of Jesus. God, we pray that a work of reconciliation and healing is being done. I want you to, if possible, I want you to vocalize that person's name in God's presence and just say, I forgive this person. So, Lord, we forgive a spouse. We forgive kids. We forgive parents family, neighbors, co-workers, strangers. God, we pray for a grace of forgiveness that's coming across this building today. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, give us grace. Lord, for those that have hurt and offended us, Lord, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God, we pray that you would help us to resist the seducing power of temptation, especially when it is in the weak parts of my life. God, I pray. We pray, God, financial temptations, temptations of drugs and alcohol and other things, sexual, relational, Lord. We pray that you would give us strength, Lord. We pray for the strength from the Holy Spirit, Lord, and show us the way to escape, Lord. We pray, give us the grace to flee, Lord, to move, to break relationships if we have to, not go to certain places. Give us wisdom in that, Lord, we pray. But in those moments that we find ourselves like Joseph, Lord, give us strength, God, to walk away, Lord, we pray. Your word says that we can pray that we would not be led into temptation. God, we pray that it would be removed from our lives, Lord. We would be wise to avoid certain areas. But, Lord, if we find ourselves, God, you're going to give us deliverance there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil. God, we are not left alone to fight our adversary. Lord, you are here with us, and that the promise that you give us, Lord, is there's going to be divine help that will keep us from falling. Lord, the cross brings the ultimate deliverance. We are not slaves or puppets to our sinful past. That has been broken and shattered at the cross of Jesus. We are sons and daughters and we are free and whole and delivered and we stand in that delivering power right now. We are not slaves. We are not 
puppets, Lord. We are sons and daughters, and we walk free, and we walk whole in the name of Jesus. So we ask for deliverance and protection from every evil act. We pray for protection from every time that Satan moves his hand toward us. Lord, we are not going to fear. We're going to walk in confidence whom the Son has set free is free indeed and we claim the deliverance through the power of the cross of Jesus today. Would you stand across this building and praise him this morning? Would you stand across this building and praise him? Would you praise him? Would you praise him this morning? Would you praise him? We're going to sing in just a moment. Before we do that, I want you to praise him in your own way, your own heart. Lift your voice this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, declare his faithfulness. Declare his goodness today across the building. Come on, lift your voice. We worship you this morning, Lord. We thank you for your power. We thank you for the cross. Oh, Jesus, 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 we praise you this morning. Come on, keep doing that before we sing again. Would you praise him? Lift your voice this morning. Oh, God, we worship you. We worship you this morning. We worship you this morning, Lord. We worship you this morning, Lord. We worship you this morning. Holy is the Lord. Holy is the name of the Lord. Holy is the name of the Lord. Holy is the name of the Lord. We worship you this morning, Lord. We worship you this morning, Lord. We worship you this morning. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Listen, I believe there's power in congregational prayer. I, I believe when people come to, I, I believe in the prayer closet because I do that. Here's my little closet down here. All right, now home. But I'm just telling you, there's power when people come together and pray. Listen, if you, if God did something in your heart this morning, I want to know about that. Maybe you came to faith. Maybe you renewed yourself. I want you to, you know, renewed your faith in Jesus. I want you to come to one of our team members. Come, come to me. I want to talk to you about that. It's important if you feel like God's done a healing or spoken something to you this morning. We just didn't pray, you know, just, uh, just kind of bump our gums here. We came to meet with a living God, and I believe he did some things in your life life today. So that's, and, and we got all kinds of connect group stuff in the foyer, but I want to close this way. I want to, I want to pray the priestly blessing of number six over you. And then I'll just kind of close with that. So would you just kind of lift your hands where you're at? I want to just pray this blessing over you today, this Old Testament blessing that's been prayed for thousands of years. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a praise this morning. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Generations Church Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the message today and pray God's greatest blessings on you. For more information about Generations Church and its ministries, check out our webpage at gctlh.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter.